In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily, and today we have a Dear DST. But before we get into it, there have been a few updates to Back for Seconds that oh, we yeah. want to remind you about. Yeah, if you are not subscribed to Back for Seconds, get on board. It is fun, ad-free episodes. You get them a day early. There are entirely new episodes with Sammy and Aileen. It is a very, very fun time and an amazing time to subscribe right now. Yeah, just go to subscribe.betches.com and it's all there. Okay, let's get started. What's new, Ram? Okay, so the new season of And Just Like That just came out today. This episode might come out a little bit later, but they released two episodes and one of the episodes, Tom Sandoval's not going to like because Che Diaz and Miranda have sex and Che is wearing a t-shirt. And yeah, it will not be Tom Sandoval approved. However, <laughs> there is a lot of talk in that episode about Che's body image. Okay. And I, I'm not caught up, just to let everyone know. I, yeah. I have watched exactly one episode of the first season. I will break it down. Okay. Basically, Miranda is feeling that there is some distance bes- between her and Che, and she's like feeling like, oh my God, what is wrong in this relationship? And basically broaches the subject, and Che is like, no, it's not about you. It's like I'm shooting this pilot and like the executives are telling me and the wardrobe department are telling me that I have to lose weight because my belly is making jeans fold down and stuff. And like I feel really bad about my body. And they they just are very open about that. That's what they're going through. And spoiler alert, Che is a much more likable character this season. OK, because I hate Che. After I know. I know. One I know. But they uh, this just made them very relatable to me. And also like. Yeah, I, I loved it as a storyline and as a nod to reasons why people keep their shirt on <laughs> during yeah. sex sometimes. Wait, so did Che say that they kept their shirt on no. for that reason? No, no, or no, this no, was no. a separate this conversation? This is a separate conversation. Okay, but that it sounds like that was an intentional choice, though. Maybe, yeah. You know, um, and it would make sense, mm-hmm. but... Miranda didn't seem to be put off or like it was a no, weird thing. No, and that's what I like about the scene too is like Miranda's going down on Che. Like she's so into them, you know, and it's just yeah. Che's insecurity. And I mean, listen, sometimes when someone's going down on you, you, you got to feel some cotton jersey on your skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience because I haven't tried the T-shirt on thing. You have to. But maybe I have to. <laughs> Stay warm. Yeah. Um, t-shirt and socks. T-shirt and socks. The socks are key. Yeah. They, they really are. Um, once your extremities are cold, 
that the whole thing just goes out the window. At least for me, it does. For you, yeah. I couldn't wear socks. Really? No, that would really bother me. Because your feet sweat? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think they're like uncomfortable around the ankle. Oh, interesting. I don't sleep with socks on. That's that's a no-go. And people who do that are literal sociopaths. Are totally cool. (laughs) Do you sleep? No, it's too uncomfortable for me, but I know that it does help some people because of their cold extremities. Right. Or they just, I don't know, they like that. They just like the feeling feeling of a sock. All their their toes being in one place. In a little huddle. Yeah. A little hug for the toes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when penguins huddle because of the cold. So cute. But for your toes. Do you remember when toe socks were kind of trendy? Yeah. Did so you ever wear them? I, I did. But I remember being at camp and somebody explained to me how they actually serve no purpose at all. Because a sock keeps your toes together, much like a mitten mm-hmm. keeps your hand warmer than a glove. But um, is that what socks are for? I thought they were just to not sweat into your shoe so much or like rub against your shoe. I don't think it's to like put your toes together. It's a very good point, Remy. (laughs) Socks, I would say, are multifunctional. Yeah. They are to not ruin your shoes. Yeah. Um, But they are also to keep your feet warm in the winter. So... Oh, so you so think, like, you know, I was wearing toe socks, I'm saying, because I thought it would actually keep my toes warm because uh-huh. the in between my toes uh-huh. would be warm. That's not the way that but really works. it's the group effort. Yes, exactly. I got it. it. It's it's like if you're in the wilderness and it's freezing cold, you have to take off all your clothes and cuddle somebody mm-hmm. and the body heat will warm you both up mm-hmm. because you're close together. Toe heat. Anyway, I mean, that was a tangent, but. Well, do you remember those toe shoes, the separate yeah, they're so ugly. Do they do anything? Yeah, I mean, like people. Yeah, they make you look pretentious as fuck. Is <laughs> yeah. what they do. I uh, they're they're it's something about it's like running like you're barefoot. Yeah, it's something about there being less of a barrier yeah. between your foot and the earth, so yeah. you run more effectively. But I, I don't know if there's any truth to that. But runners, right in. Yeah, I'd love to know if you wear toe shoes. Yeah. to go running or hiking. Yeah. Also, um, do they make those with orthotics? Probably not. Probably not, but... Would love to know. Would love to know. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that 
that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with athletic brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, athletic brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores late nights and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Do you want to dive into our Dear DST? Yeah, I really love this one. Dear DST, I love DST and I appreciate how honest you both are. Thank you for sharing your experiences and helping others through theirs. I wanted to share a recent and frustrating experience with y'all. I love the word y'all in a letter. It makes it feel like we're best friends. I'm a 26-year-old female living in the northeast of the U.S. Me too. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've been considering donating my eggs because I think it would be a great way to help people and honestly make a little money. Yeah. Egg donors are so needed and the thought of helping a family have a child really made me feel good. So I applied and filled out the questionnaire only to be immediately rejected. Mm. Confused, I searched requirements to be an egg donor. I meet all the requirements. A non-smoker between the ages of 19 and 30, not pregnant, have both ovaries, higher educational background than high school. Weird that that's a requirement. Mm. U.S. citizen and able to commit to the process for five plus months. There's one requirement, however, that I don't meet. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. At my height and weight, which calculated my BMI, I am considered unhealthy and unfit to donate my eggs. This made me feel incredibly frustrated for a few reasons. Yeah. One, we know that BMI isn't an accurate measure of health. Two, they didn't ask me any other questions about my health as far as physical activity levels, nutrition, lifestyle, reproductive health, or anything else that might result in an unhealthy label. Three, what about my weight makes me unable to donate my eggs? Yeah. I'm curious to know what you think about this. In your personal opinion, do you think there's a valid reason to deny someone's eggs based on BMI alone? Why do you think this is such a key factor that despite being a good fit otherwise, they would turn me away? Looking forward to hearing your take. Plus size eggs, betch. I am so on your side with, I think this is wild, especially because there is an egg shortage in so many ways. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, eggs are expensive nowadays. Um, But also, these are things that are in high demand. Um, You're trying to do good, you know, and get a little money, but also... Do something that is going to contribute to somebody's family planning that's really going to allow them to maybe have a child if they couldn't otherwise. And I personally don't see BMI, like just the number being a reason to like reject anybody. No, absolutely not. And just as you said in this email, um, BMI does not determine really anything about your health. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I have learned um, that the whole system of BMI is racist and it was started by a eugenicist. Um, Mm -hmm. And we really shouldn't be paying lip service to it at all. It's actually kind of shocking that it's still such a standard medical tool. It's also strange that they're not asking any other health questions. Yeah. Um, Not that I would want any, you know, it's, it's hard to broach that territory because it's like then well what would you reject you know yeah I also think but just to flat out reject somebody just because of BMI is wild it's wild it's crazy to me yeah it's wild because you know it, it would be one thing if they explained to you you know above a certain weight you don't produce as many eggs but I don't sure. believe I, I don't believe that that's true I mean people of all sizes get pregnant all the time yeah. so it's not like I really think that's a factor I really think that this is just fat phobia also the same thing that we've said with doctors before when they look at you and they say oh you're unhealthy because of your weight or whatever like you're not even going to take a history of the weight like is the weight consistent is the weight signs of something problematic or you know like yeah I I think if I had to take a guess their main concern 
is things that could be genetically passed down. But okay. if they're not asking but, questions about your health, they're right. just assuming that you're in poor health because you're a certain size. Mm-hmm. Either that or they don't want to have any fat babies, which is crazy because fat babies are adorable. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just so against this on the whole. And I think like we need more people who are willing to donate eggs for the right reasons. I'll tell you that in my 20s, I considered donating my eggs Mm -hmm. um, because you can make so much money. But then when I realized that how invasive that Mm -hmm. procedure actually is and how long you have to do it, and it's not a simple thing at all. Right. And for her to be willing to go through that process and then just be shut down. It's offensive. You think all of everybody else is just going to be willing to like sub in like I really think it's it's really fucked up. I think that they want to ensure that these people aren't going to have children who have weight problems because they think that in that quotes. right in quotes because so, they think that that is a sign of poor health mm-hmm. yeah. universally. Um, I absolutely do not agree with that. And I think that that policy should be changed. Yeah. But again, they didn't ask her any other questions about health as far as physical activity levels, nutrition, lifestyle, you know, like why that like, it's just so offensive to put one number over another number and be like, you're done. Did they ask you about family health history? I'd be very oh, curious, curious to know. I, I, I really would like to know because that is literally the only reason why I, I could see them even taking this into account. But it, I mean, it doesn't sound like they asked those questions either. Please follow up and let me know. I feel like I need to write a letter to these people. Have you ever thought about donating eggs? Yeah. So I have some friends that will need an egg eventually because neither of them makes eggs. Sure. And uh, I have offered my egg up to them. And they said, uh, we'll think about that. Have you, you offered- crazy person. <laughs> you smoke so much weed. Why would we want that egg? Yeah. But based on BMI, you're good. Right. But that's what drives me crazy, though, is like I could have a, a whole medical history of things that would be problematic. Mm-hmm. But my BMI is fine. So my eggs are fine. Right. And I think the reason why they're not asking about other like health issues maybe is because they don't want to be eugenicists. You know, like they don't want to be like, oh, well, we're not going to accept anybody who, you know, might struggle because they'll have childhood diabetes or something like that. Like they're just looking at the number. Yeah. It's just bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Like what do I have to do to get it? And it's not just BMI, by the way, like doctors are still measuring BMI, but it's also like there are still scales in every hotel room that I've ever been in. And we know that a scale, especially a home scale, is not the best indicator of health either. So it it's just crazy. Like we talk down on on the medical field sometimes. I I don't believe that all doctors are bad, but I do believe that a lot of these- Def not. No, def not. But a lot of these practices that are very commonplace- in the medical field are antiquated. Yeah, they're and there antiquated are people that tough. are fighting it from the inside and stuff. Yeah, and I applaud them. Yeah, um, but there are some people that are probably just going along with it because this is how it's always been done. Yeah, and and how we've been taught All to of measure. this being said, there was a recent like squabble on the internet because Joe Rogan wanted this uh, scientist to come on and prove and basically like debate him that vaccines are like oh my God, a good thing again. and are necessary and stuff. Yeah. 
And it was comical to me because all of these people started posting side by sides of the scientist and Joe Rogan saying, who would you rather listen to medical advice from? Like saying like, oh, Joe Rogan, he's got muscles and he does, you know. Right. So obviously so his I'm going to listen to his opinion matters. versus the scientist that I think doesn't look attractive enough to me or looks out of shape or whatever. And it's like, this is the most extreme example of you cannot judge a book by its cover. One of them literally went to school for years and the other one hosts a podcast. Right. <laughs> and he has muscles. So what? So did uh, Mike the situation on Jersey mm. Shore and he was taking steroids. Yeah. And he was in the most unhealthy place of his life at yeah, that time. He banged his head against a concrete wall. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think that dude's right in the head. This is before he was sober. Like, he yeah, literally I, he was mentally, physically unwell. And yeah. in that side by side, somebody would go, who would you rather listen to? This scientist or Mike the situation? And it's like <laughs> the scientist, quite frankly. Yeah. I now I might listen to Mike the situation because he he's actually he's a had a bit of a glow up. Oh, my God. He's so inspirational to me. But still <laughs> did not go to school for any of those things. No. And also evaded his taxes. Don't do that, guys. Um, I don't love that. I don't love that. <laughs> um, thank you for writing in plus size eggs, Betch. I, I'm sorry I can't yeah. do more. I mean, I'm sorry we can't do more to yeah, same. make you feel better about this. And probably there's nothing you can do to change it. But honestly, maybe us just talking about this and maybe if we discuss it with other doctors, like, I'm sh again, I'm sure that there are people on the inside that are aware of this. But I think awareness in general is a very powerful tool. Definitely. You know, like if there are other people listening and you've been thinking about this and like you can spread this information and maybe there will be change eventually. Or maybe you completely agree with the notion that BMI should prohibit you from giving eggs. And if you do DM us, let us know why you feel that way. But that's beside the point. I mean, thank you for writing in. Um, yeah, it must be really hard to be rejected uh, by anything, but especially something that you you were so willing um, to do and put your body through a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like they need you. They need your eggs. Yeah. And they're looking for reasons to turn you away. How fucked up is yeah, that? Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. Sorry you're going through that. And uh, yeah, I think the rest of us should just talk about it more. Maybe it'll change eventually. For sure. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. 
That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Should we play a game? Sure. We haven't played this in a while, but um, this one's called Feeling Myself. And basically, it's where you name an activity, an object, a wellness practice, Mm -hmm. really anything that made you feel yourself a little bit this week. Um, Okay, so my feeling myself is, is interesting. It started with very much not feeling myself because one day I took a shower all wrong. How do you take a shower wrong? Good question. So I um, shampooed my hair twice uh, because I thought the shampoo was conditioner. Okay. Like I used two different shampoos. Oh, I shampooed it with my normal shampoo and then I shampooed it with another shampoo. And then I was like, this conditioner is making my hair really (laughs) soapy still. Uh huh. I should try it again. So I put in more shampoo. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. And then I was like, oh my God, I read, read the thing. I was like, this is shampoo. So then I go to the front of my shower and there's this thing in there that I haven't seen it in a long time for whatever reason. But I'm like, that looks like conditioner without, again, reading the bottle. I was just feeling like, let's just get this shower over with. And I was like, it must, it must be conditioner. I put in to my hand, mind you, it's Moroccan oil, okay? Just just know this. You're only supposed to put like this much Moroccan oil in your hair, if any. She's like a making little dime a, size. Yeah, a little dime. Yeah. I put a whole palm-sized thing of Moroccan oil Ooh. because I was trying to combat all the shampoos. I slick it into my hair. I'm like, oh, this isn't enough for the top. I do another handful for the bottom. Oh, my God. I get out. I am the greasiest person you have ever encountered i have to go to a party right after this so i put my hair up in like a little like clip and i tried to bring down two little tendrils they slick to my face they just slick to my face it looks like a tattoo yeah like it it was not good um i did go to the party even though i was feeling horrible but anyway long story short it's been a week since the the bad shower Uh and now the moroccan oil has like settled in Finally. It has finally settled in, and now my hair has just been drying really nice. It's really shiny. Thank you. I will say that. It's <laughs> really shiny. You. Do you? So that's the only reason you didn't put any other product in it that made it this shiny? Because no. I did notice your no. hair is quite shiny today. Yes. Oh, thank you. No, it's uh, it's that all of the grease part, I guess, is finally out, and the, the 
oil has worked in the way that it's supposed to. Wow. Okay. So if you want great hair, all you have to do is put way too much oil in mm-hmm. it, look like a wet rat for an entire week. Deal with it. And then slowly comb it out until your hair looks perfect. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. Go to a party while it looks crazy. So we never got conditioner in there. No. As it turns out, I didn't have conditioner in my shower. Somebody send Remy some conditioner. Please. <laughs> I just have one more question, and I, I promise that I'm not trying to put you on blast. I'm just, okay. I'm genuinely curious. Okay. Since that bad shower, you said it's been a week since then. Has there been a shower? Of course. Okay, but you just haven't used shampoo yeah. and conditioner. No, no, I have. I've been in other people's houses that do own conditioner. <laughs> Uh, stayed at my sister's one night, stayed at my boyfriend's one night. Those people have conditioner. I love using other people's shower products. How wonderful is it? <laughs> so luxurious. I literally feel like I'm in a hotel every time. Yes. You could same. have mane and tail and I would be like, oh, uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, that's why I think it it washed out eventually because I was washing it. Yeah, you were re-upping. Yeah. Okay, I was just curious because I know, I know your history with showering or... Emily, I've gotten so much better. Have you? Since this podcast. Why? Because people shame you for being gross? No. Because we have to come in once a week and like film. Look decent. Look a little decent. Yeah. And I, it's kind of been like exposure therapy where I'm like, oh, actually, that's not so bad. Okay, I right, can. No, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I had the same thing happen. I told you I've gotten better about showering over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, I just need a shower and everything will feel right. Yeah. But that is so foreign to me. It's gross, Because I love lying in my own filth. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. is this what maturity is? Maybe. Yeah, it feels that way. My feeling myself is a little less cosmetic Mm -hmm. and a little more activity-based. Cool. I live in a house, but my landlords own the house. So I live on the bottom floor. Mm -hmm. They rent it out to me. And they live in the house too? Yeah, they live in the house too. They have like three floors. Okay, And then I have the bottom. Got it. They have a really beautiful backyard that they let us make use of, Mm -hmm. which is very kind. They spent three or four weeks, these past few weeks, redoing the entire backyard mm-hmm. and it was kind of claustrophobic I kind of felt like I was living in a fishbowl because these workers would be over looking in looking in yeah because I'm on the ground floor yeah and they kept all their tools right in my area like right in my patio mm. and like I don't know I just had like a few days where I wasn't really doing anything I was just watching summer house with my puppy yeah it's his favorite show not mine and, um, and they're watching you watch Summer House for hours. Me yeah, watch Summer House. And like, <laughs> th- but these people were really nice. Like I'm they were sure. really fucking cool. The the site managers' names are literally Spike and Blaze. Wow, which could be a sitcom. What is this, Power Rangers? By the way, Blaze is a woman. Okay. And Spike is a man. Okay. But these are their real names. Yeah. And I'm like, you're you guys are so fucking cool. And you're just looking in the window at me half naked with my dog like what is going on I didn't care enough to actually you know yeah change but um it's so funny that you say fishbowl because my friends lived on the high line right before the high line was built and so while it was being built like they used to have this apartment that just was like a great view or whatever and then we would go over there and everybody like they opened up the high line and it was literally they were like we have to move yeah people are looking at us every day right yeah, I, I can't handle like people looking in my windows. Like when I walk past a building mm-hmm. and there's 
um, a living room facing the street mm-hmm. with no blinds or curtains mm-hmm. on the windows, no fixtures, nothing. I'm like, you guys are insane. Yeah. Ben I, was walking in front of our window like nude the other day. And I was like, <laughs> we are in New York City right now. You know, like you can't do even if you think somebody can't see you, someone can oh, see they you. Can. And I, I'm not telling you to be insecure about it. It's just like kind of rude. <laughs> was he like I'm doing them a favor no he was just like I'm just being myself I was like yeah but that might traumatize a child <laughs> true I love I'm just being myself to like justify anything that I'm you just do. being myself you're doing that might be yeah. wrong you so know? wait your feeling yourself comes oh, from so my feeling myself the beginning of this week mm-hmm. they vacated the backyard <laughs> is completely done yeah um, they cleaned up my patio area. There's no shit out there. Mm-hmm. Yahtzee can pee mm-hmm. if he, it's an emergency. Um, and they set up this hammock Ooh. because my, my landlords used to have a trampoline. I think I've mentioned this and yeah. I used to jump on it, but then they took it down without even fucking asking me. And maybe it's because they didn't like me being on their trampoline <laughs> all the time. I don't know. But they put up this hammock. So... I went out there, laid down in the hammock with a book, mm-hmm. swung back and forth. It was a meditative experience. It was quiet. Nice. All that noise of the raking and the gravel yeah. and the turf put it, being put down and all that bullshit. It was all gone. And it was like, look at this oasis that I'm in. And just like feeling the light breeze rocking the hammock back and mm. forth. There's just no feeling like it. Mm-hmm. and. I was feeling myself. I love that. Now, if you use it too much, they might take it down. You're right. Just, <laughs> um, which is why I'm only using it when they're not there. Um, but it's not just, a hammock intended for you. Just to be clear, they're fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm going to get evicted. <laughs> they're fine with me using their backyard. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel weird about like using their stuff when they're around because I'm like what if they want to use it right then there's an awkward situation where like they have to ask me to to get off and they wouldn't do that so I feel you know time to come down yeah exactly like I I don't know and they have they already have two kids like I don't need to be their their third third child yeah but anyway that's that's my it was a nice moment of feeling yourself I just love a hammock can I ask what you're reading yes I'm reading this book called The Measure Mm -hmm. I'm really into magical realism it's kind Ooh, of the only genre I love that magical I like. realism. Do you? Do you? I mean, I love it in TV shows. Okay. Have you ever read Like Water for Chocolate? Mm-mm. I had to read it in high school and that sparked my love of magical realism. I would recommend it to anyone. But um, yeah, it's about, it's kind of dystopian. It's about everyone gets a box at their doorstep with a string that measures how long their life will be. Ooh, so it's creepy. Like, so it's like, do you open it? Do you not? Yeah. If you're married or, or if you have a partner did, and they open it, do, do you have to open it? <sighs> oh, what if it says their life is going to be less than yours? Do you break up? It's, yeah. it's a whole... What if their string is too long and you're like, oh, this person. I can't fucking <laughs> deal with you until you're 90. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like you know, the people with the short strings versus the long strings and how they deal with it and Interesting. Um, did you, <laughs> would you open your box? Yes. Would you open your box? Now I'm curious. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I just would wanna know. I would wanna know, yeah. It's like people who don't find out the sex of their baby. I'm like, how does that not eat you up inside? Oh, interesting. I like the idea of not knowing things like that. Also, I don't think the sex of your baby is even that important but it's just that there's information that i there's can know information yeah the, like i would want to know I everything think i would want to know 
Um, but anyway, so I've been reading a little bit too, and that's Ooh. been making me feel myself because uh, I've been trying to get off social media as much. And so Ben was like, read a book. And I went- Novel idea. <laughs> novel idea. I went to the Strand. And if you guys are looking to make friends in New York, stand at the book talk section at the Strand. Like it's the books that are recommended by TikTok or whatever. Oh, hilarious. I was there with my friend Misha and- Misha Barton. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. And uh, four people came up to us to recommend books, dissuade us from buying books. Oh. Um, it was like, if you if you like talking to strangers, and I do, and in a positive way, go there. And anyway, so a few of them helped me decide on the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I've heard good things. So I'm reading that now. And, but what is funny is I started this to get offline within the first 10 pages of this book, there is a, a post and a comment section. Like it's like part of the book is like, oh, there's oh. a post with a comment section. I was like, like here I, can't I am even again. Get away from it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm reading text and, and then this shows up. Yeah. I, I find a lot of books now have like text bubble conversations. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I have to read enough of this shit on a daily basis. Yeah. I don't want to read it in my book. That being said, great book so far. I know a lot of people have read it or are reading it right now. And so if we're in a book club, DM me. Or if Emily's in a book club with you, DM her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please let me know what you think about this book because I'm quaking. Um, <laughs> That's it for today's episode, guys. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.